0: Explaining the Podcast Prenup. Stick around and learn how this important document helps protect your content and rights. Welcome back to another episode of Legit Podcast Pro, where we navigate the legal landscape of podcasting together. I'm your host, Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and today – we are unpacking a topic that could very well be the linchpin of your podcast success, the podcast prenup. This episode is must-listen for you, whether you are in the brainstorming phase or knee-deep in your episodes and are looking to scale up. So what is this thing I refer to as a podcast prenup? Well, imagine building a podcast from the ground up, only to find yourself entangled in disputes over profits or ownership or the future direction of the show or whether to even continue with the show having a future. A podcast prenup, much like a prenuptial agreement in a marriage situation, is designed to prevent these kinds of disputes before they ever start. It's a clear legal framework that outlines everything from ownership and roles, responsibilities, rights, to how profits and losses are handled. Essentially, it's your podcast safety net. Well, who needs a podcast prenup? Well, the short answer is almost everyone entering into some kind of a podcasting relationship. If you're flying solo and doing everything yourself and you're content to keep things that way and keep them simple, well, then you might not need one immediately. But the moment you decide to collaborate or bring on a co-host or guests or editors or production assistants or a social media manager or whatever, and especially as you begin to entertain the ideas of sponsorship and monetization, a podcast prenup is going to become invaluable to you. So let's break it down a little further. If you are co-hosting, a podcast prenup clarifies what happens if one of you wants to leave or take the podcast in a new direction. If you're planning to monetize, it addresses how revenue and expenses are going to be shared. It's not just about protecting the podcast. It's about protecting your relationships and ensuring that the podcast can thrive even through transitions. Now, the benefits of a podcast prenup are many. Uh, It does more than just lay down the law. It sets your podcast up for success. By clarifying the rights and responsibilities, the prenup prevents misunderstandings that could derail your show. It also protects your financial and creative investment and ensures that everyone involved knows exactly where they stand. And this kind of clarity not only helps in smooth operations but also in attracting sponsors and partners because it shows the outside world that your podcast is professionally managed. So, there are a bunch of different kinds of podcast prenups. It's not a one-size-fits-all thing. They'll vary based on your podcast structure and goals and relationships and sort of the internal culture of things. But here are a few of the types that you can see. The co-host agreement covers everything from how decisions are going to be made and compensation or revenue sharing to handling those departures and disagreements. But it treats the co-host oftentimes more like an employee – or a volunteer contributor rather than a co-owner. In a co-production-style agreement, uh, podcast prenup, this is more like a partnership where the parties are intending to be co-owners, and it addresses the what-if questions. What happens if someone isn't pulling their weight? What happens if someone wants to leave or someone dies or becomes disabled and can't participate anymore? Essentially, these are the the who-gets-the-house-and-kids kinds of questions that you would need to answer in a prenup. LLC formation can also sometimes fill in as a podcast prenup. When you form an LLC, you do, after all, enter into a company operating agreement. Now, that document can go a long way to answering the kinds of questions that I'm talking about here, and it can set out the exact expectations of all of the parties. But the reality is most LLC operating agreements are pretty generic, and they don't cover things very well along these lines. So while you can custom tailor the operating agreement, I find it's usually easier to just have a separate side letter agreement to lay out these kinds of things. And that ensures that the owners are also employees of the LLC. So the LLC can own what they create. It can take certain tax deductions and shield those owners from some of the risks and liabilities that could come up. Now, an independent contractor deal memo might be another form because every person who touches your show should have a written contract that specifies what their rights are and what their obligations are. Because, because of the way copyright law works, it's really easy for a hired gun to start to look like a partner or a joint author, a co-owner, unless there's clear evidence that that's not what was intended. So, again, a written agreement provides that evidence. Now, guest release forms are probably not something you would have thought of as part of the prenup, but actually, these are documents that ensure that you have the legal right to use the content you and your guest create together, and it protects both you and them. It documents the guest's consent to be recorded, uh, to the episode being edited and published, and the scope of how the content can be published and used the intention that the guest is or isn't getting paid and how much, and it sets out the intention that they are not a joint owner of the content that they're helping you create. And even sponsorship agreements can be viewed as a kind of prenup. Uh, They're tailored generally to outline the terms of the sponsorship deal and protect both your and the sponsor's interests. It sets clear expectations for the parties. And I've actually seen scenarios where a title sponsor of a show takes the position that because they have paid for the development and the production of the show, they are the owners and that they could essentially cancel the show at will. So a well-written, fully negotiated contract is the way you go about avoiding these kinds of problems. So where can you find more information and templates? You might be thinking, hey, this sounds essential, but I don't even know where to start. Well, fortunately, I've got some resources available for you. I've created a free podcast prenup planning guide. You can grab that by going on over to podcastprenup.com pretty clever, huh? And if you are ready to actually create your podcast prenup, I've got templates for several of the types of things I've mentioned over here. You can just go on over to podcastlawforms.com. And of course, if you are more of a do-it-for-me-please kind of a person, well, then reach out to me directly and book a consultation. You can visit thepodcastlawyer.com and click on the consultation button to set something up. So I want to share now a a, a cautionary tale, a story that highlights just how critical a podcast prenup can be. I once worked with a podcaster, actually a network, who, after years of collaboration and growth with their their show, they had a bit of an issue. Now, a bit of background here. The co-host involved wasn't originally even a part of the show in question. But over the first few years, this main host, who was also the owner of the network – uh, brought on different co-hosts on episode-by-episode episode basis, basically. And eventually, this one guest co-host became really popular and wound up doing more and more episodes until he really became the de facto host of the show and that founder-creator sort of became the sidekick on the show. Now, this show was following a very popular TV show, and it was doing very well. They had lots of downloads, lots of numbers. So they took a hiatus during the months that the TV show wasn't being broadcast. And it was during one of these hiatus periods that they started talking about how are they going to monetize the show. Every podcaster's dream, right? So they had the listenership to do it and they had sponsors. So yeah, they started talking. One of them wanted to keep it a tight community and use like a Patreon, a subscription membership kind of a model. But the other one wanted to go with the more traditional advertising, baked in and programmatic ads. And then this got pretty intense in being a dispute. So the original host and the creator, the network owner, he decides to be the bigger man. And he eventually sends the other guy a text and he says, Hey, it's your show. So let's do it your way or something along those lines. Well, that co-host now takes this as a declaration that he is the owner of the show. He then locks the founder creator out of the social media accounts and the hosting. And he starts making plans to move the show to a new host and a new network that leaving the original creator, the founder in the dust. So these co-hosts end up finding themselves embroiled in a big legal battle over the podcast, essentially a podcast divorce. And they didn't have a clear agreement, so they ended up fighting over everything, the podcast title, the artwork, the content, the revenue, and the most difficult sticking point, the RSS feed. Essentially, that's access to your audience. So now, instead of making great content and serving the audience and making money, they are going through this nasty pod divorce. And when all is said and done, what happens is they've each spent tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees. And in order to settle up, one of them wound up buying out the other for a very sizable sum. And what's really sad is that all of this could have been easily avoided if they had just documented that relationship from the very start with a contract, a co-host agreement, or a co-production agreement, or something, a podcast prenup. So I really can't stress enough the importance of the podcast prenup. This is not just about avoiding legal battles. It's about building a strong foundation for your podcast and for the relationships around it. With the right agreements in place, you can then focus on what you love most, creating content that resonates, that serves your audience, that gives you the kind of impact and influence you desire. So thank you for joining me on this episode of Legit Podcast Pro. Remember, the success of your podcast starts with the steps you take to protect it. Behaving professionally never goes wrong. Don't wait until it's too too late. Until next time, keep on podcasting with confidence and clarity, and most importantly, get your legal protection in order. That's how you achieve influence. That's how you make an impact and ultimately how you set up to derive income from your efforts. I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and I'll see you again next time.